Episode 92, Breaking the Cycle of Procrastination, Part 2. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilser. Hey, who put the pro in procrastination? I think that was one of my favorite exploits and uh, most liked on Facebook in the last couple of years. Uh, and it's been a topic that I have lived and successfully dealt with uh, and have taught a lot of people how to overcome this monster of procrastination keeping you back from achieving your goals, essentially. So uh, I started this three-part series because breaking the cycle of procrastination requires no less than three steps, essentially. Number one, we went into yesterday, which was uh, episode number 91, where we discussed and analyzed the origins of procrastination and kind of got ahead of ourselves, <laughs> as I like to do, in that I, for every example, tried to discuss how to actually get rid of it. So shame on me, number one, for doing so. Shame on me, number two, uh, for taking away some of the goodies we're going to be talking about today. And today's episode is going to be about solutions, finding solutions of breaking the cycle of procrastination. That's episode number 92, which we're in today. And episode number 93, tomorrow's and concluding episode, uh, part three of breaking the cycle of procrastination is gonna be about results, which you may, or which may sound rather alien today, but uh, stay tuned until tomorrow when we're gonna be able to present that. That being said, today I'm going to try to be a little bit more brief, uh, you know, just because feedback indicated that 20 minutes were too long to discuss a topic like this. I didn't concur entirely simply because I think for a huge amount of people, procrastination is actually a very significant problem in their life, particularly now due to the lockdown and everything, you know, there's essentially no reason to get yourself into that fancy suit or, you know, to brush up those fancy shoes at night to put on to, you know, uh, take your monkey suit out for a walk into your business, uh, right? You know, there's, uh, uh, you know, you can basically deny the video part of the conference claiming that you don't have enough bandwidth or, you know, just share your screen instead. So, you know, there, there's no real reason to, uh, to go out, um, and, you know, wake up that extra hour early, which you spend in the bathroom, uh, because we don't have smell-o-visions yet uh, on our computers. So, you know, but, um, let's not go into further disgust 
because you know the situation is rather serious, and I know that uh, a lot of people are um, fighting procrastination in these times uh, for obvious reasons. One of which I just pointed out, and so that's why I kind of created this into, or you know, made this into a three-part series, just to give you the full perspective of you know, um, identifying procrastination and uh, identifying symptoms and relieving yourself of them and what results that entails. That's what this is about. So let us get started. Um, number one, we're going to have to ask parents, friends, and colleagues for help. And this is totally, totally out of the comfort zone for a lot of people. Um, you know, for myself, I had to dig myself out of it. You know, my parents were worried that I wouldn't make the school simply because they noticed that I obviously couldn't have scrunched in my homework into uh, all of the other shit that I was doing. Um, so they weren't, you know, they were criticizing. They weren't really helpful in their critique. The critique was just demotivating, you know, to say, well, fuck you. I'm, you know, it works. You know, I've got a proof of concept here for the past five or 10 years, you know, doing homework on the bus, uh, most more often than not copying it from somebody else, you know, kind of it's worked, you know, always. So why change it? You know, and, um, at the end of the day, you know, it was about this authoritative pressure that I, that, that we discussed in yesterday's episode. Um, for me, that authoritative pressure was time, period. Nothing else. You know, you could breathe down my neck. I just, you know, didn't really matter. I got things done when I felt that they were necessary, right? Um, reaching out to colleagues and friends for help um, would have been unthinkable for me, right? Because the concept worked and it still does. And it's trained me in multiple ways. Um, to be very effective in what I do. So that being said, you know, getting feedback, however, for a lot of you, if you are struggling to get things done on time or in a, to a certain degree of quality, right? Uh, it's important that you're honest to yourself after receiving feedback. And if somebody, if your colleague comes up and says, well, yeah, you know, number one, you're late. Number two, what you delivered was shit. Listen, and learn and ask them, hey, can you help me? You know, and that's what true leadership is about, right? If your boss comes barking at you multiple times for that thing and they don't offer you help, they're a shitty boss. You know, that doesn't go to say that your behavior is perfect, right? And anything but. Uh, but the key step is really reaching out to somebody who is dissatisfied and justifiably dissatisfied, dissatisfied to reach out to them and say, hey, I need help. Can you please help me get this done more efficiently, more effectively, more to a standard, more timely, whatever it is they're, they're, they're criticizing. Now, I mentioned justifiable critique, and that's a very important thing. There are those who have different interpretations of work and work speed and work ethics and whatever. If you deliver in time and you deliver to the quality requested and required, Right. And they start bitching at you just for the reason of bitching at you for, you know, delivering last minute, tell them into their fucking face. Hey, there was a deadline. This was the quality you wanted. I delivered on the deadline. 
I delivered the quality you requested. End of discussion, right? It's a very important thing because people like me in particular are called procrastinators, right? And I am comfortable, you know, until the deadline. But I'm so good at delivering, period, on the deadline uh, that, you know, I, I have so much experience in that. And I take so much joy out of it that, you know, for some people it's disturbing because they start to sweat. You know, it's like if uh, I work on a project, right? And I've got people counting on me and, you know, I don't deliver, that would be shitty, right? Period. Um, but a lot of people don't think that I can make it, right? And that's just where they're mistaken, where it's not my mistake, it's their mistake, right? And yeah, so much said to that. If you are uncomfortable letting your pants down in front of your colleagues, friends, parents, family, whatever, asking them for help, go the extra mile and get professional help, right? You know, look up perhaps a shrink. Maybe there are things in your life which, you know, you're terribly uncomfortable with holding you back from, you know, achieving what you want to achieve, right? Uh, but, you know, or let's go one step further and say, okay, look for a personal trainer, personal coach, you know, that will motivate you to get the things done better, quicker, more effectively. Um, do, however, look up the episode, uh, I think it's called looking, you know, finding the right executive coach or personal coach or whatever it is. Um, you know, when you go down that route of getting professional help, look at, listen to that episode uh, beforehand. The next step uh, that could be used to find, you know, as a solution for breaking the cycle of procrastination is to use rewards. And I'm not talking about the golden stickers that you got in school, which were, you know, incentive for some people to, you know, do their homework more neatly or whatever. I always kind of looked down upon that. I didn't really need golden stars. Uh, it reminds me of a story of a friend of mine who uh, told me about uh, working in Africa and paying the guards to protect the installation that they were working on. It wasn't necessarily about the payment, but, a, but the amount of golden stars they had on their shoulders. So, you know, imagine this, uh, this African standing with his AK-47 in front of the plant and being more motivated by having three stars on his shoulder rather than two, you know, instead of paying him another hundred bucks, that dude's going to stand there the entire night. So whatever the reward, whatever your reward is, you know, it might be something, you know, very simple of having something you like to do. I don't know, like working out or whatever it is as a reward after a hard days of work, that might be one of them, you know, treating yourself to, I don't know, whatever, a spa treatment, uh, a massage or, you know, whatever it is at the end of the day, um, use whatever motivates you as a reward, uh, for striking a certain amount of things off your list, you know, and if that is, you know, another action item on it, say you've got five things on your to-do list. The sixth item is going to be your spa visit or massage or whatever it is. Uh, and then as item number seven, you're going to have, you know, whatever it is as the next task, you know, but build in rewards to motivate you. 
Next aspect of finding a solution for breaking the cycle of procrastination, my God, that sounds terrible, is to use a schedule, uh, which for a lot of people who haven't, uh, very difficult, you know, but, you know, try, it's about compartmentalizing, compartmental, whatever, um, bigger tasks into smaller tasks and, you know, write the smaller tasks into your calendar because that will prevent you from overworking. You know, if, uh, that's a problem about these, uh, to do things, you know, you put a thousand action items on them and then you're frustrated at the end of the day because you only got five done. So, you know, take five on today's page of the calendar. And if that starts to fill up, you know, and looks unrealistic to achieve, jump to tomorrow, put the next five tasks there. Of course, yeah, before you do that, you want to have uh, prioritized them and so on and so forth. But that takes the edge off really from having a lame, simple to-do list. Uh, that's going to take the edge off because you're going to be able to see, okay, I, I'm going to get this done today. I'm going to get that done tomorrow. And, you know, in three weeks, I'm going to get that done. And, you know, next month, uh, I'm going to get this and that and that done on that and that and this day. And so it's about breaking up um, bigger tasks, which brings us to the next item, which is to split up big tasks. Now I went ahead of myself. So if you're, you know, if that's one of your, uh, one of your solutions, please go back to episode 91. Um, the previous episode where we looked at the origins of procrastination again, you know, that was one of the points where I got ahead of myself is, uh, yeah, you know, explaining how to deconstruct and decomplexitize. I think I just invented that word, uh, a, ta a big task into multiple smaller ones, making it easier and more motivating for you to strike off, um, the smaller task when it's done off the list and so on and so forth. Using reminders, <laughs> uh, you know, that's just, I don't know. Uh, I got this kind of out of this, uh, Apple app, you know, regardless of whether you have an iPhone or a Mac or an iPad or all of them or whatever, there's an app there called reminders, which is essentially a to-do list, um, and a more fancy one in that you can, you know, not only, uh, have yourself, uh, reminded about a task, um, at a certain time, right. But you can also do so, uh, you can, you can ACDC also do so, uh, <laughs> by uh, location, for instance, you know, if you, uh, need to get something done when you get to work, uh, you can enter your works location there, or, you know, if you want to call a friend, you can say, Hey, call uh, that friend at that time. Um, and, uh, it'll remind you to call that person and so on and so forth. Right. So that's another interesting aspect. It's about finding a mix between reminders and an actual schedule or calendar or whatever, you know, I always use the reminders to kind of drop everything in there. And then when I have my journaling time during the day, uh, I'll kind of figure out where to put that in the calendar to then get it done because it also requires, uh, difficult or a more difficult approach, right? The next one is to visualize goals, right? Why do you want, why are you doing what you are doing? And, you know, immediately you come to think of this cubicle that you're kind of confined in during the day. 
And, you know, in there, it would be easy to hang a picture of, I don't know, your family or the car you want to buy. That's why you're doing the extra hours or that's why you're doing this shit in the first place. Um, you know, it's about that. And I'm going to keep this very simple because it's so logical, right? A lot of us uh, have pictures of their families in, in, uh, on, in their workplace to kind of remind them, you know, why they get up in the morning and why they do that shit. You know, why they put in the extra effort. It's to put food on the table, uh, you know, no brainer. But for a lot of people, uh, like I said, that part is actually missing and they fail to visualize it in their mind and to motivate themselves in their mind. So for them, it's more about reinforcing that and, uh, you know, with a picture or whatever it is. Awareness of negative effects. That's the next point. And it's actually a very, a very interesting one um, because you have to ask yourself the question uh, of, you know, if I don't get the task done, what's the consequence, right? And that leads us uh, without further explaining it to the, uh, the example I pointed out yesterday where, you know, if I don't go out in the rain to get wood, um, I'm going to have less comfortable warmth in the house, right? And it's going to cost me money, uh, more money than heating with wood. And that's a light consequence. It's a light negative effect, right? It's bearable. It's still going to be warm. Nobody's going to be starving or whatever, but uh, yeah, it's still going to be negative. Uh, but there are, you know, even more negative consequences. So if you don't get the task done, are other people going to be affected? Because, you know, as long as it affects only yourself, shame on you. But, you know, if it affects other people, fuck you, right? Because you're letting other people down. And that's more important because it's quite impactful. It can be very much more impactful for them than it is for you. That's a very important thing to be aware about, you know, and put this into your thought process. Last but not least is about prioritization. And I briefly went into that in the transition from using reminders and putting it into a schedule, right? Visualizing when you get what done and visualizing also that you're not going to get a thousand tasks done during one day. It just doesn't work. You have to split them up over time. So the prioritiz the prioritization aspect is important in that context. And I think that goes without a lot of saying, right? Uh, the tasks at hand prioritize them according to when they have to be done or do they, you know, perhaps interact with another task that, you know, is dependent upon that, whatever. There are multiple small factors which are quite logical to look into. Right. But prioritization is actually a key aspect to that. So those were the solution approaches to breaking the cycle of procrastination. Now, if you, you know, know someone that is uh, putting the pro in procrastination or as other people would call it, suffering from that, you know, please share this episode with them. Um, because uh, it's very important. Also share the first episode of this series. This was part two. Part one was episode number 91. And stay tuned for tomorrow's episode. You can do so by subscribing to the podcast. Uh, visit um, www.theverybestpodcastintheworld.com on 
every post that is there, there is a link to pretty much any, you know, platform, podcast platform out there. Uh, very easy and convenient for you to subscribe and stay tuned, not only to tomorrow's episode number 93, uh, where we're going to look at the results of procrastinating, or, you know, the results of not procrastinating anymore. Uh, but it's also going to stay, uh, keep you tuned to f- all future episodes and perhaps, uh, you know, looking back, back at close to a hundred episodes of, uh, experience fueled, uh, life improvement stuff for health, wealth, and happiness. I'm going to let you go now have a successful day. If you've had your successful day already, um, have a good night, stay tuned for tomorrow's episode. And as always, feedback, criticism, or whatever you want to share, please send that to the very best podcast in the world at gmail.com. Peace out for now. See you tomorrow.